devil in the deep set. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, what's this pop-up podcast from The Devil in Detail? I'm Rob Paxton, and I'm here talking all things Salford Red Devils. Salford travel to the Hallowell Jones Stadium to face Warrington Wolves on Saturday. I managed to speak to head coach Richard Marshall in the official press conference before the game, and this is what we had to say. Coach's corner. Right, Ricky, it's Rob. Hi, Rob. First Magic Weekend as head coach, reflecting on the result, the performance and the preparation. How do you think it went and what did you learn from the process? Yeah, uh, it was coming off of, of a hectic schedule. So the preparation wise, it, it was all rushed. Uh, you know, we, we had to cobble the team together and we had a couple of players playing out of position and, and what have you. Um, but the whole occasion I thought was brilliant. I, I think I watched nearly every game. Um, and, and to be a part of it, you know, to to set the tone for the weekend, I thought we did a really good job with Castleford. Um, I thought there were some really good games. Uh, I thought, obviously, the St. Helens and, and, and Catalans game was, was ridiculous, really. Yeah. And, you know, you look at Saints, never write off the Saints, and that's their strap line. Obviously, I was a coach, assistant coach there a couple of years, for a couple of years, and you just knew that Saints, you know, were very clinical, but Catalan took that, uh, took that to the extreme, didn't they? So... Um, but that's so that's an intriguing battle at the top for us. Uh, yeah, great experience for our players. I probably didn't realise how much the uh, of, of a big game it is. It is, it, and, and it was a it was like a final for us. Um, albeit, you know, we played Castleford and we weren't on our own there. Um, but I saw lots of lots of lots of friends and lots of supporters there. I thought our supporters were brilliant again, uh, singing singing all, all, all the way through the game. So yeah, it, you know it's. Apart from the, the the result, I thought performance-wise, I thought we did a decent job. Yeah, you've, you've played a lot of playoff contenders in the last few weeks. What did you learn about yourself and your players uh, during that period, which you can take forward into the next two games? Yeah, we've learned to uh, overcome lots of obstacles. Um, I think our discipline has affected us this year. I think we're, we're coming through the other side of that now. Uh, the players have really bought into what we're trying to do. And <clears throat> I think you also learn... Uh, learn about trying, trying, uh, trying to get a settled team. Uh, if, you, if you can get the best teams, you know you don't have to chop and change the team too much. You get a settled team out there in key positions, and, and pr- pretty much you, you build your confidence, your consistency. Uh, unfortunately, we, we, we've not just not had the chance to do that. Um, and when we have done that consistency, we, we, we've won a couple of games back to back and and got some momentum and put some performances together, but. Um, so that's that's what I've learned. Yeah, let's try and get the, the, the right people in the right positions for the right amount of games. Yeah, you're a development coach who makes players better. In in what area uh, do you think you've improved this season? What areas looking to improve in 2022? Is there any specific players who's impressed you with their development so far? Yeah, I think at the start, you know, listen, there's the results and there's tables and that's that's the objective data that, that everybody looks at and everybody judges you on. And we've not we've not been very good in that area. You know, we're, at the minute we're we're second bottom in the competition table, and I don't like that. It you know it, it upsets me. I don't want to be there. Um, but at the same time, I look at the squad, and I do think we have developed as a team and as as a group of individuals. Um, you know, and and, and 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 that's really good. But that you know that doesn't pay the bills. But it makes me feel good inside that 
that intrinsically we've, we, we, we've had a real good go at, um, at developing the team. We have a, we started off with four or five senior leaders now. We, we've dropped people in and players in there every week. And we had eight players this week who we, who we thought, you know what, we're going we're gonna to get you guys to come up because that's what we do. We have meetings every week and we come up with a game plan, the tip sheet. It's very uh, inclusive environment we have here. And I'm really proud about that, the, 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 what the guys have created. So I'll, I'll take that forward into next year. Um, but also at the same time, we need we need to improve results-wise, and that's that's something that uh, we'll be trying hard to do in pre-season. You know, I think what, what you know we've lost two more two more games in Hull FC, and Hull FC were all you know they were going to be the next best team at the start of the season. And you know, if we'd have beat Wigan, um, you know, and we'd, we'd have gone to Lee and got a result, we'd, we'd have been up there, but we're not. Yeah, the club have announced this week they've got a link up with the Welsh Rugby League and it's produced three players who will feature in our reserve team next season. Are you excited about the possibility of the, the cream of Welsh talent being in this opportunity in the next few years? Yeah, I met those young boys um, the, the, the other week and I think that's brilliant. We've got a good partnership. Our We, we spread our our net wide and far and, and, and we don't just look in the local community. We look outside of that as well. But we also do have to think about um, our development programme um, you know our, our scholarship, our our academy, our reserve grade. We want to get that. We're not we're not going to be able to get the all singing, all dancing one that Wigan and St Helens have. We just well, we've not got a license to do that. But what we've got is we've got passionate volunteers uh, and a board who, who who are backing my vision. Reserve grade, brilliant move for the whole of the game. Um, obviously, COVID has has knocked everything like that on the head, uh, and the finances as well. But at the same, we'll do some work off the field to raise the funds. I think it's massive for us. We've got a young kid with us called Jack Stevens, who's been one of our shining stars in our development group, and he's training with the first team. And I want two or three next year coming in, and and I want Salford lads playing for Salford. Do you have a say on how the reserve team is run? Like, so you play the same way, if that makes sense. It's better to have the same calls, the same structures. So when it's uh, so when you make the step up, everything's a little bit easier to do. But I will never tell a coach how to what to do with his team. I think you know every coach and Danny Barton is is our head of youth and it, and he'll look after that reserve grade. But the whole club's philosophy will be will be mine and, and what what I believe in. But at the same time. Coaches have got to make mistakes. They've got to learn. They've got to get things right. They've got to get things wrong to develop. That's all part of the process. Um, but yeah, un- un- the umbrella of of, of our I, the vision for Salford. Yeah, I, you know, I want our coaches to look at that, and uh, we do a real good job. Danny, Danny looks at the attack. I look at the defence. Dan- Danny Orr, and, and I'll do a little bit of attack, and he'll do a little bit of defence as well. And, and, and the, the, the similarities are very, very similar in terms of what we look at. And um, so, you know, we, you know, the, the education is really good at this club, I reckon. Yeah. Warrington this week, what three things you're looking for from your players? Good question. So we need to play the ball quicker than Warrington. Warrington are a very, a very quick team in and around the rook. On the flip side, we need to slow them down. We need to get some numbers in, 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 the, in the tackle area. I thought the first half last week, we didn't get enough numbers in the tackles. Casper dominated the ruck. It was quite clear to see. And it's all right for coaches and players to talk about winning the ruck. You've got to invest and you've got to invest early. You've got to put numbers in the tackle and you've got to have strong contact. So, so there's a couple of areas. Um, I also, 
it's a you know the, the flying eye. They've got some quality players. We've got we've got a limit their threats. You know, you George Williams, Blake Costins, people like that. We've got to do a real good job on their key players. Because I thought when we did that to Hull with Jake Connor, Mark Sneed, and people like that, when you when you when you talk, take those players out of the equation, uh, you, you, you tend to do a good job. And I think you know, albeit Warren are, are a very good team, they've got some super individuals who, who we need to get over the top of. Yes, right. Good luck. Thank you. Ha, 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 ha.